Petuvi Kolba, good evening ladies and gentlemen, good evening for all our spectators from abroad. We are starting live from Lithuania, this is Lithuanian Basketball League game, Vitultas Prienai Nevežis Kedaini. Mr. Laval Ball, thanks for watching, Leangelo, Lamelo, we're waiting for you here. A welcoming song for you also, welcome to Lithuania, welcome to Lithuania, welcome to Lithuania, the land of your beautiful basketball. Good evening, everybody. We are back for another episode. We This is, as you all know, the NBA's official, unofficial, number one turtlenecks, and sheesh ambassadors, pro popcorn pranking, anti-Dunkin' Oreos, and OJ. We have a better business bureau rating than big baller brands. Welcome back to The Point Forward. Uh, it's another ultra-free pod, backed by popular demand. Um, and with me, I have a few few in-studio guests uh, from here in the, the Chicago recording studio. We've got, first off, uh, Taylor, who, uh, who was on our pod when we did the draft. He was a pre-draft. So T-Flav is back. How's it going, Taylor? What's going on, man? And going? Question, are you a big baller? Sure. Okay. <laughs> and next we have, also from Chicago, uh... Also a fellow podcast host of the Earbuds. Oh, plug. The Earbuds plug. plug. Um, Mr. Nicholas Rogers. What's up, everybody? So I came on. This is a uh, make fun of Taylor for his draft picks podcast, correct? It's the Whoa, roast. Oh, my fancy basketball team is immaculate. The roast. It's the roast episode. It's the roast episode. What up, everybody? Nick, in question to you, are you a big baller? Um, I have a better big baller rating than big baller brand. Wow. But they're a 99 overall big baller rating. Yeah, but uh, as you may have known from the BBB... BBB rating. Yeah, it's it's BBB versus BBB crime. It's a civil... Uh, BBB on BBB action. LeVar is the the customer service, the owner, the production specialist... I think that's why they're like an F currently. Nick hates small businesses. If you're <laughs> picking up, he likes to suck the corporate teat. <laughs> so there, there we have it. We're all we've set the table. I'm off to a tough start on this episode. <laughs> yeah, you are. It's only going to get worse. But speaking of our, our good friend Lavar Ball, we're going to start with with that. And um, Lavar has been stirring up some shit. Uh, first, he so he comes out with this ESPN article. And criticizes Luke uh, Walton for not the first time he has, but he's saying that the team is, isn't listening to Luke. Isn't um, they've quit on him? He doesn't have the command of the locker room. Something, uh, something we all like to hear in the NBA from from time to time. Uh, and this uh, really fired up a, a lot of people. Uh, Luke Walton was asked after the game. Um, I think it was on Sunday. He was uh, about just like pulling Levo- <laughs> pulling Lonzo out of the game, and basically it said, "Oh, his dad was talking shit, so I pulled him." And immediately after, did a little JK for everyone. But uh, the big criticism and like the story of this really is the covering of Levar Ball more than the actual like what he's um, saying. Because I don't think a lot of people are putting that much credit 
credit towards it or, or really acknowledging that he has any weight in that the organization. But so I'm going to ask both of you guys, like, what do you think of, one, what do you think of just the big baller brand and the ball experience? But um, more importantly, like, what do you guys, how do you guys feel about how the media is covering this? I mean, I do think that he has some weight in the organization. Uh, in maybe what way? not from a personnel standpoint, but like the way that they've interacted with media professionals, I think is different because of him. He sure. could be so, kind of a rallying cry for fans too, and he can steer some fan opinions. They shouldn't listen to him because the dude's an idiot. But yeah, I mean, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to hide no. that, but like. But like he's not credible. He's not a credible voice. It's not like he's got he's got Magic Johnson's ear and he's telling him to make personnel moves or anything like that. Like he's just a talking essentially he's a talking head. I mean it's it's not like he's necessarily like actually he's just like sound I mean like you hear parents talk about this in like high school sports the same way. Yeah, like, I know, mean like, this is a very um like travel baseball AAU type yeah. of like dad thing. Or like Ryan Gosling's dad in Remember the Titans. Like, your kid got benched for someone that was better. Uh, just, like, screaming at the coach. I don't know. I think it's kind of... I mean, it's not surprising in our current media climate that uh, he's covered in this sort of way because everyone is trying to get eyeballs, um, especially... I mean, if we're going to talk about ESPN specifically, it's not surprising they cover him in but, this type of way. But are they wrong to? Because I guess the there's the... the I. The, the response to part of this, Rick Carlisle, who's the president of the Coaches Association, came out and basically said that it, any outlet that interviews LeVar Ball, like the coaches were going to push for uh, that person's media credentials to get pulled or that or news organizations, which I personally I don't think is, is right. I think that's the wrong response to this. Um, and Steve Kerr came out. Yeah, it's like freedom of press. Like, yeah. You, like, yeah. yeah, you can't say that writers can't cover that. Right, you can't. And you can't say who they can and can't talk. Like, once you get into those lines, like, I'm out on you. And that journalist is most likely not making the executive decision. Like, that is something Um, from, like, corporate Fox Sports being like, hey, you need to go to this game and cover LeVar. Right, and I think if if ESPN doesn't do that story, LeVar's going to go down the line, he's going to call CBS, or he's going to call Yahoo, whoever it may be. Like, that story's coming out one way or another. Um, I do think, I guess I'll ask you this first, like, do you think there's a responsibility on the media, though, to, like, put this into context, like, who this guy is? Or do do you think, like, just letting him be a quote machine and just, like, throwing those out there is, like, all they really need to be as an outlet? I mean, at this point, he is who he is. Everyone knows who he is. He's a basketball dad, and I guess you can call him a personality now. Um, yeah, he's but, yeah, he's he's definitely that. Which, what? How do you become a personality? Because that just sounds like a nice gig in its own. But um, you you get quotes. You you you, you give people quotes yeah, and you get fire takes. Yeah, you're, you're. We live in a sensation. I mean, that's the, he's the same reason why Stephen A. Smith and Colin Coward are popular, and Gross. Donald Trump's president. Probably. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's all the know, same. It's like, like it's just sensationalized yeah. media that draws you to like. You don't even have to read the article. You just want to see the headline to be like, "Oh, Levar Ball said some stuff about Luke Walton." Like you're not even going to read necessarily what he said. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I... And becoming a personality is just, like... Not many people are in a position like him to so just prop himself up like that. Like, you could use other... Like, the Kardashians, for instance, are probably the most, like, recognized for kind of just making up their own popularity. But, like, Kim, like, had a sex tape with Ray J, and, like, that's how they became popular. But, like, their dad was also, like, an Olympic athlete. Yeah. You know, it's step like... Dead. Step dad. Step their dad but was like, a lawyer. Yeah. yeah with yeah. the OJ stuff. Very, but that's yeah. like... Yeah. The, OJ, the OJ thing is really, I think, interesting when you connect all of this because that was kind of what spurred this reality TV thing to begin with. And the fact that Kardashians are the origin of that, I think Steve Kerr was 100% correct how he associates with Because that's what the, he is. I'm, yeah. I, I like it even more because I, I think at one point I said this on the pod, but my theory that Kris Jenner and LeVar Ball are going to have a thing, maybe, you know... Not, I mean, I know Lavar's heavily married. I'm not trying to break up the Ball family and make them children of divorce. But, um, man, that would just be like the... I just thought like if Lavar went to a certain point, which he's like on that path still. Like he's not he's not broken out of it, but... I mean, it's... it's no, so, he's being like this to turn it into a career for himself. Yeah. Which is like totally fair. And the, the problem I have is that I... I, do, I mean, that's taking advantage of your children, though. Like I, He's not, though. Because I, I don't think he's taking advantage of them. I think he's fucked over Lamelo's career. Lamelo didn't have a career, in my humble opinion. He hasn't he's, had one yet, but he... He's 16. He was, yeah, I but he things. was on a better traje- trajectory than he is now. I, don't, I disagree with you. We'll get into that when we talk about Lithuania. Yeah, yeah. We've, that's, that's next. I just... To, I mean, to really kind of wrap up the LeVar half of this, this big baller update... Um, I mean, I've always, like, gone back and forth with him, because I, I do think, like, the persona and stuff he has is just, a lot of it is based on the fact that his kids don't have any personality, so it's like, he's kind of making up for it, and, like, keeping them relevant, and I think he's doing it with good intentions to his kids, and I do respect, like, I do think he has their intentions, and, like, his methods might not agree with everything, but I think he does have, like, their their future and like he's trying to get them to a place and and i also like from the the aspect that his kids listen to him like good or bad or whatever like that kind of says something about just like i mean him and like you can also say like just the fact that he's like a dad and he's active in their lives is like kind of something that like a lot of people can't say (laughs) i mean we're talking about it yeah i mean yeah also he's kind of undefeated to this point I right. mean, the only kind of L is um, Langelo didn't really play at UCLA, but then he got him out of that situation. No, got Trump him. did. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm kidding. But, but like, he got him paid, and but like I like the yeah. idea of him going up against like the big corporate, like taking on the shoe companies, taking on the NBA, taking on NCAA, like all of that. Like I'm here for that. But yeah. but I thought like I really did think at one point he was going to be smart enough to like. And he did for a little down. bit. Like, in the summer league and, like, early in the season, he was, like, kind of, like, folding back. And I kind of thought, like, okay, this guy's mission is to get them to the NBA and then he's going to kind of come, go in the back and kind of run the shoe and do all this. But he's been a little bit more active and I don't know... One, I don't know what he really expected because I think some of it's just, like, the criticism of Lonzo. And the know. criticism of Lonzo, I think, has been ridiculous. Like, I think yeah. people need to chill out on the guy. Like, he's... He's not. He's not a bust. He's not anything. I think it's. But all of that's coming from the th- stuff Lavar said, and people are just like ready to jump on it. Yeah, I mean, a couple things on that is I think that I'm totally here for Lavar trying to take on the shoe companies, but just like attempt to do it well. 
like a lot of the and people don't haven't been talking about that but like there's been a lot of like dumb backlash not dumb backlash but like real backlash on meal. BB yeah like <laughs> the first shoes, the first BBB shoes show up like seven or eight weeks late like they're not the same product necessarily well, it's because they stole designs and stuff yeah but like. I'm saying is like I'm cool for the idea <laughs> and but then people was, ordered them like three months ago yeah. yeah like that's messed up can I swear in this pod yeah okay. fuck yeah that's, that's fucked up yeah. Um, and I think it puts Lonzo in a real tough spot because he's trying to say the right thing from a team's perspective and not just like shit on his dad. Because like when they asked him, oh, I think yeah. it was last week, they're like, oh, what did you think of your dad's like thoughts on Luke Walton being coached or like coaching the team? And he's like, I'll play for anyone. But like, what is he going to say? Like if he says, yeah, like I like Luke, then I don't know. His dad's going to become more insane because his son's like backed out on him. Like, I don't. It's weird. I don't I know about his that. answer was fine. Yeah, but that's it's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, but he I can't, would have like, preferred that he backed up his coach more because he can always, behind closed doors, be like, Dad, cool it a little bit. Like, this is a business. I got to. If I get a label as like a coach killer or anything like that, people won't want to come play with me and coaches won't want to coach me. So I got to back up my coach no matter what. It's one of those things where, like, Unless your coach is garbage, I feel like you should never talk shit about your coach to the media. Especially halfway well, through LeBron your rookie year. Yeah. You just leak it through his moles. But, like, he's also established at this point. He's not a rookie. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah, it's, a, it's interesting. I mean, I what just, do you think of Steve Kerr being, like, the new, like... Or the, the Warriors, woke. I guess, being the ambassador for all things. Woke Warriors? Yeah, woke. like... I, I mean, I think anyone, like, wants to, like, make comments and stuff. I think they're, they're like, a – the words specifically, I think, are interesting because all of those guys in that on that team have such different backgrounds, and I think they've always kind of discussed that, too, is, like, all of those dudes, like, are from different backgrounds. They discuss that, and they're, like, a very open, open locker room, uh, which I do think helps with their success. And I think, like – these things that like they do comment on like they're talking about them a lot and they're all well thought out like none of them are really putting their skis out in front of them. i mean like they're they're all very composed and like there there's thought behind it and like steve kerr especially is like really well thought like andre and gudala is another like he's no everyone says is just like super intelligent and just like his everything i've heard especially him on like the business side is he's gonna make a ton of money when he's out of the league Speaking of, like, super intelligent woke dudes, I like that Jalen Brown's starting to get more uh, interview time because that dude is smart as hell. Yeah, yeah I think he looks smarter because he has to talk by Kyrie. Well, yeah, but I'm a little worried. See, that's the thing. Him talking more and, like, him being boys with Kyrie, I'm worried, like, he's um, going to start spitting out some wild-ass shit. That's fair, but... But, yeah, I agree yeah. with you. But His quotes are fun. But... Yeah, because he's, like, clearly intelligent. Yeah. yeah. Like, he's very smart. He, well, coming out he, of went college, like, for a, he went to Berkeley for a year. Coming out of college, yeah, though, like... Yeah, Kyrie went to Duke for a year. Come on. Yeah, yeah Kyrie took one uh, socialism class at, at Duke, and now this is what we get, so... I guess, yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe Jalen was taking some more business classes. I don't know. Yeah. Um. So, to wrap up the ball thing, I mean, did you guys see the LiAngelo Lamelo debut? Um, I didn't or see clips it, from it, but I, yeah, some clips. Yeah. I mean, it was kind of cool they played it on Facebook Live. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, that was that's tight. really cool. That was like, tight. I dude, yeah. kind of props to that team because they were like shit Baltic League 
But I think it was like it wasn't their pro team. It was their it was their like junior team they were playing. On. Yeah, they were playing against like it was like an a, it was like a AAU game essentially. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I just like it's kind of cool that that team is kind of like embracing. This. I, and I don't know if it's a good thing or not, but embracing the big baller brand because like they're gonna end up starting their own like big baller tournament challenge thing. Like it's just oh yeah, I I big baller brands going international, baby. It's kind of cool. Um. Yeah, it's it's a really, I mean, this week especially like we haven't really talked about it a ton. We've Ultra and I have kind of like, like back and forth on like how much we want to talk about the ball stuff. Not like saying we have eth- journalistic ethics, but it's just like you're you a know, journalist. No, oh no, amateur. Yeah, the podcast is audio journalism. Yeah, it's just like I mean, at a certain point, like it's just like the same stuff. It's just like a different quote, but yeah. The, mm-hmm. the big ballers were extra active the last week or so, and there's a lot coming out. But um, we're going to move on, and, and now it's becoming a tradition of when I slide in my Bulls conversation is when Ultra's gone. Um, this time he's gone for pleasure, not business. So um, I get to have some pleasure and talk about the Bulls because they're, for once, kind of relevant right now. Um well, uh, I'm debating which way to go with this. I think I'm going to start on the positive, nice news, the most recent news. So, so it was announced. So Zach Levine is coming back. He's making his return. He's going to be uh, making his debut Saturday against the the Pistons. And um, Taylor and Nick. Well, Taylor is a Bulls fan. Nick at last year said he was going to become a Dallas Mavericks fan. But as he sits here with me, he's with a Chicago Bulls uh, pullover on, which is um, I don't know if he thought I was going to not mention anything, but... Watch how you speak on my name. He's, uh, his bull's face wavering, and then there's me. Um, so I'll ask both you guys, uh, Nick first, like, what are, are you, what are your thoughts on Zach? Like, are you hyped? Like, what are you going into this return, like, expectations for Saturday night? I'm hyped. Um, more from a marketing perspective, there, he's returning on Zach Levine bobblehead night. Yeah, there's... <laughs> I think that was the least. That was the least like. If I could have put money, oh, it's that is the bull. That is the bull. They probably actually had like a real coaching conversation last week. Like, hey, Zach probably could come back, and they're like one person in their marketing department overheard this conversation. Like, no, 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 one week until bobblehead. It's bobblehead. It's only a week left. Yeah, Uh, but no, from a basketball point of view, like I'm excited. but I think that he's not. So also, he's not going to be doing back to back. So like, yeah, they're putting on. They're putting, on, they're putting on the Embiid plan, basically. Yeah, which is like, I don't know. He's he's a, it's a whole year since the ACL has been torn. Like, dude's obviously athletic. I'm sure he's like more than fine. But at the same time, and you're trying to tank. Like, yeah. it's yeah, but, a good excuse to be like, oh, we're just playing it safe, and we can lose some games. And when he does cool things, like. Our future is gonna be really bright. Yeah, but I like kind of don't love that argument because it's like they're gonna end up trading Mirotic, and wouldn't you assume that that production just gets replaced in terms of points? Like I could easily see Zach Levine averaging seventeen points a game. Oh, he should be. You know what I mean, I mean like, if he's playing, like, to start to start from an ACL is tough, just because yeah. like I've said too, like with the Jabari stuff, like. It's tough to expect a guy like Ace with like post ACL to like contribute and be just like, boom, here's 20, 20 points like right off the bat type of stuff. Like, I think he is gonna have to adjust and like get into like just in game speed and, and throwing even like twenty minutes in game speed is a lot different than even like a scrimmage in practice. 
Um, and I, I do, I do wonder, like, and he's just like, if, since he's not playing back, so like, he's just not going to be, I guess, necessarily like his schedule and just like everything from that perspective is not going to be the same as it is like his normal game, game to game routine. Like the routine he had last year in Minnesota is going to be a little different to start and they are going to be careful with him and like, it'll be interesting. I mean, like we've seen this with Embiid, like when they restrict his minutes, like it would be like, he'd be hot. Like, he would be, yeah. like, I'll, I'll never forget the, I think it was the Kings game they played last year, um, where they pulled him, and it was like, they ended up going into overtime, and like, he was pissed. He was like, he punched, it was he punched the chair. Like, he punched the chair in that game because they wouldn't bring him back in because they had, like, the 25-minute cap, but, like, you know, last year, if Zach Levine was hot, like, they were, Tibbs wasn't going to pull him. Tibbs, it's just, that's more of a Tibbs policy yeah. than anything, but, um... Yeah, I mean, I've said, like, I've been waiting for this. Like, this has been, like, in my bowl season. So now you can go see a game. I'm now officially able to go. I might probably won't go Saturday, but I'm now officially eligible to give the Bulls some of my money. Um, I'll probably still try to find some secondary market tickets so they don't get more money, but... I, I mean, think I'm actually going to go to the game against the Lakers on the 26th. Ooh! So he'll, he'll be back. It's a Friday night game. Get to maybe see Lonzo. I'm going, uh... To see the Sixers and Bulls in February, that'd be nice. That'd be nice. That's tight. So Taylor, yeah, I guess you're. What? Where are you? Are you like? What do you expect from like Zach? I guess this first because I think it's really going to be. I think they said like till the All Star break, really they're going to have him on this. I feel schedule. Like, do you? I mean, where do you see him playing into this rotation? Because everything's like pretty established right now. Like where they're getting their points from. Like, do you see it from like a Justin Holiday perspective? There being a reduction there, like, oh, absolutely. who's gonna who or like, I mean, who do you see really maybe fading in the black background now because Zach's back? It's going to be Justin Holiday more than anyone. Um, really? Just yeah, not because I he's so. bad, but he's playing a lot of minutes right now, and, and he gets to throw up any shot he wants. Justin yeah. Holiday is the best job in basketball. He just gets to shoot <laughs> shitty shots, and he knows he's going to get thirty minutes. Yeah. Okay. So he's probably so going to get pushed down to, like, 20. I think Zipser's just going to go completely to the bench. Um, Fred loves Nawaba too much. Yeah. Nawaba's his special boy. Statements. Valentin, I could see him coming back on minutes a little bit. Just a few. See, I there. don't because he's been playing so well. And that's, like, one thing about him coming back is, like, most of their guard rotation, I'm, like, interested to see play. I think Jaden Grant yeah. is That's the my guy. I'm like, yeah. dude, if they can get him... Fuck out of here! If they can get him in a trade with Miritich, like, yo, just take Jaren and Grant, like, get him the fuck out of Chicago. <laughs> if they could get... <laughs> they can probably get a second-round pick for if, Jaren if, Grant. If they could I don't give, care. I, I, would, I would pack... I would just package him in, man. If they could give Miritich I'd give away Jaren the $3 million dollars we got for Jordan Bell to to get rid of Jerry and Grant. No, easy there. That 3.5 has been doing a lot of good things so far this year. No, I mean, yeah. Jerry and Grant, fuck out of here. Like, I'm done with him. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm really happy that Chris Dunn is actually, like, showing improvement. He's, like, been playing well. I mean, he still has his moments where, like, he just gets the ball picked away from him, which makes yeah. me laugh all the time. But I want that in my basketball team when they're tanking type of a thing. But, I mean... I think, yeah, Levine is going to be doing, like, a duel. He'll be playing point guard. I don't want yeah. him playing too much point, though. Yeah, but That's I think... the one thing. Why? Because he can pass, but he doesn't know how to run an offense. Yeah, so, so let's 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 use this time and make him do him. that. Yeah. yeah, but I think that having him and Chris Dunn on the court at the same time will be nice. Like, yeah. you have yeah. a dual threat. 
I want Both either of those guys to be able to make plays. I want yeah, either of those right. guys to be able to like, make plays. You basically just have like a two-point guard system like where It'll either actually, guy can take the ball up the court. Like If one guy gets in trouble, like you can run a pick and roll from anywhere on the like court. It's, I don't know. It'll be that part I'm interested in. It'll be fun, too, with a lineup of Dunn, Levine, and Valentine. And Felicio. Yeah. Oh, man. But, no, but, yeah, for real, because Valentine cause even is like a ball. I mean, he can handle Cristiano ball. Felicio is strictly here post-Rolo. Post man, that... The deal the isn't great right now. Is, no, the I deal, was very excited about that at first. Oh, but that, I, I didn't like it to begin with, but I, like, thought they were going to be moving. I, like... I had to really remind myself because I was like pissed when I saw they went down and just like him not playing. It's like, damn, we gave him that much money, but I think he's good. I think he's going to end up being like a backup center for them, like long term. Because I think I could see them move Bobby. I don't want that though. His advanced stats are so nice this year. Like, he's he's been really good. And like, I get get moving him if they're going to stay with like Fred. Like I don't know how great he fits in the in the system. If well, Bobby gonna... pops it off. Bobby right. Bobby gonna get his shots though. Yeah, so I don't. Gonna... I'm okay with Bobby staying around for the tank portion. Like I just don't know if he's long term. Like he's gonna develop into anything. Like more than he is now. Yeah, I don't think so. Or like just like as far as like like the guy I always think of in this situation is like I want to see what guys on the Bulls become those and I, the Robert Covingtons of this this Real situation. Coves. Just like. Where, yes, we, but, like, Robert Covington was, like, nothing, really. When he came out, like, he couldn't shoot, like, just his role was so, but he was just so raw. But, like, Brett Brown kept throwing him in, like, it was just, like, advantageous. And he really developed into someone. Um, and he's, like, now he's your archetypal 3 and D guy, like, in the league right now. Like, he's the poster child for that. Yeah. Um, but, like, does Bobby Portis fit into something like that as, like, a stretch or, like, a, a stretch five type of role? Um, I would be fine with that. I mean, moving on to the, the trade portion of this, though. The big news this week was the Nikola Mirotic, or as I'm now calling him, the Moroccan troll uh, movement. is just It's really spurring. Mirotic? Ma- oh, yeah. Fuck that shit. Yeah. <laughs> I guess let's start with that. Let's talk about that for a second. So Nikola Mirotic had a little video come out of him saying mayonnaise and, and peanut butter sandwich. No, mayonnaise and jelly. Mayonnaise and jelly. Ugh. His ass... His ass did that, and then he also was dunking Oreos into orange juice, which that was the most repulsive thing I've ever heard of. Okay. More so, so than mayonnaise and jelly. I could... I, yeah, I'm with yeah. Nick. You think the mayonnaise jelly is... Absolutely mayonnaise and jelly is more disgusting. You know, the cream and the, and the chocolate or the Oreos... Do you guys have any weird food combos you like to do? No. Nothing I can think of. What do you have? See, I was trying to think about this more and more. Well, the one thing I thought of was the the story about the. Now I'm forgetting who it was that said the jalapenos on the peanut butter and jelly. Oh, oh. Uh, it was Justice Winslow. Yeah, Justice Winslow was talking about that, but um, specifically from a pot belly in like Houston. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. Yeah. Oh baby, got trapped. <laughs> oh baby. Yeah, whatever the quote was. Yeah, it was yeah, it was Justice Winslow. No, I was trying to think like. I mean, I do fuck with salty sweet a lot. Like, I'm down with that game. I know some people aren't. Yeah, I mean, some people like really aren't into like putting chocolate in your popcorn. See, I, yeah, I'm, I know. I I fuck with that. That's fine. I guess like it's a regional thing, but uh, cheese on top of apple pie is fine. I Whoa, don't. Hate I've it. never heard of that before. You never what? heard of that? What, what region? Yeah, uh, that's, <laughs> that's guess. Like, 
What region in America Kentucky. loves cheese? Kentucky, Wisconsin. <laughs> Wisconsin, yeah. So they put just cheddar cheese on top of apple pie. <laughs> and it sounds like that. it sounds grosser than it is. I've tried it. It's not that bad. What's the grossest thing you've ever eaten? Oh, um, because I have an answer to prep for this, but ooh, yeah, like honestly, is... think about like what's the most disgusting either. Because we just went through the combo things, so, like you can't think of anything disgusting. But like, what is the grossest thing that you? I've definitely eaten? had combos that haven't sounded good that are good. And I'm just blanking on them. But the most disgusting thing I've ever had, the bomb hot sauce. Oh, dude, that's pretty gross. But you're talking about actual food wise. Yeah, like a food. Does it count if it's like a dare thing? Sure. Like, what's the grossest thing you've ever tried to eat? <sighs> I've had really Foods. good experience with food. And don't, yeah. I've, I've, me and food have had a pretty tight See, relationship. A, everyone usually has like one thing. Dude, I like, hate baked beans. Like what? Yeah, but that doesn't count. I think baked That's beans like are disgusting. That's like a wildly accepted food. Yeah. yeah, and it's not like that outlandish. Yeah, so in college, for a little bit, we'd play this game where like you would just make disgusting con- concoctions, and the last person. Oh, I know mine. Ketchup on a hot dog. Disgusting. Hashtag <laughs> uh, <laughs> Chicago pot. Chicago. <laughs> no, I was still thinking. But okay. it was like... Tell your story, Taylor. Ice cream, peppers, and um, beer all mixed in a peanut butter jar. Oh, see, beers, that's fucked up. Because yeah. the jalapeno ice cream part, I could see actually being yeah. good. Yeah, I could. But, but then beer, and then it was in a peanut butter jar and stirred. Beer, only thing that culinarily it works with is brats. Mm-hmm. So this is now a food podcast. Yeah. Um, so two quick things. Uh, one... We branch. I have this theory that um, any... This is a very good theory. Any food, uh, any meal uh, could be enhanced with either ice cream or bacon. Yep. Um, So if you want to try to stump the pod, hop into the mentions at the point forward on Twitter, try to stump it. It's not possible. It is the best. Um, Caviar. Dude, bacon. Yeah. No, caviar and bacon? Yes. That is disgusting. Yeah. You've never tried it. Yeah, you don't know. Yeah, that's going to be good. be good. That's going to be good. Uh, so, the first thing I've ever eaten is uh, bone marrow. Like, pig bone marrow. That's oh, I... I don't... It's the texture. I'm a texture eater. It's pretty... Uh, I, see, I find it, I I find it kind of disgusting. See, none of that, none of that phases me. I... I the only... The, but see, that's not even... <laughs> like so long. I'm liver liver is this. weird. I think liver... Liver's I, gross. But I actually don't I, think... I've liked it more. I haven't had liver now in, like, 10 years, but... Last time I had liver, I was like, all right, this is better than okay. I thought. But it smells disgusting. Yeah, Tuna out of a can I can't do. That's fair. But it's so, like all the smell for me. I'm never, smell sensitive. I've never ate it, but or eaten it. Whatever, fuck grammar. English, dude. Fuck you. I... <laughs> uh, anyway, um, I live in Ukrainian village in Chicago, and we have Ukrainian so delis. What's your address and social security number? Yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> Um, but there's a lot of shops where it's like fish with their whole head on and like still have the eyes and they're baked oh, with the eyes and everything. I like that. Oh, I'm and down like with, with that. the bones in and everything and people just I'm okay slam with those. All that. I can't I like do that. that. That's weird. You, so did, I don't want my food to look. Did at me. either of you see the video of Paul Pierce and Rachel Nichols? Well, that's the that's the Stephen Jackson this. trying. Yeah, that's the other part of this is they did this. They, they tried the mayonnaise. On, oh, yeah, on gross. the jump on ESPN, they all tried it, and Stephen Jackson looked like he was about to puke, like on TV. Looked oh, who was it? Bad. What was the gross ass thing that they did on Deces and Mare? Oh, he ate some. Oh, Mare ate some with a donut. I think it was like what, some. Have you seen the, up. the Terry Rose air? Uh, 
sandwich from two years ago. So on the NBA oh, no, show, Terry Rosier has a sandwich. Man, this like, dude, NBA people have like some fucked up taste. Terry yeah. Rosier eats a sandwich that is spaghetti. Um, what is it? It's spaghetti, sugar, and ranch dressing. That and he mixes it all together and that, puts it in between two pieces of bread and eats oh, it. That's the bread part. It depends if it, it was like garlic. No, like sugar and that's pasta. Like straight is, out of Elf. Sugar and pasta is like a legit like. That's not the really. really yeah, you put like. The ranch dressing, I guess, maybe. Godfather, Godfather, you put a little sugar in the marinara. You put a little sugar in the marinara. Yeah, shout out LeBron. Um, The the ranch part is weird, but, like, it works. It works with pasta. I'm not not offended by that. All right, all right. Um, So the last thing, though, with this is the Nikola Mirotic uh, of the evolution of the troll that is Nikola Mirotic. And, like, his his self-confidence really pisses me off. Uh... I've been a Nikola Mirotic hater now since uh, April of 2014. Do you still have your card? Yeah, up. yeah it was your, my membership. Once his, once his March, once that March of his last year of Thibodeau went went by the wayside, and and we rolled in April. I've, I've been done with that that MF ever since. But but uh, it sucks too because every time I play pickup games. The random people at the park always call me Miritich. Yeah, that's the thing you they call as a beard. white guy. Yeah, but I like my beard. Fuck you. Yeah, that's but that's like the thing. Like if you're a white guy, especially in Chicago, and you play basketball, you're gonna be associated with a white basketball player. I've been called I get called McDermott a few times in my day, or I get called I mean, the go to for me since my red hair is the Scalabrini, but That's fair. That's for just, a long time I had Pau Gasol because I'm just tall and I don't like to run. Yeah, you get the Spanish Moroccans and Moroccans. <laughs> but I mean, so yeah, like what do you guys think about self self aware, like overconfident Nico? And like his troll ass now that he has a no trade clause. I'm so just worried that's he's gonna, gonna like fuck us. Like I was thinking about that like But I think he wants to leave is the thing. Is he does want to leave, but it's gonna be a situation where like we could potentially get like say Nicholas Batum and a top ten protected pick from Charlotte because Charlotte's trying to get rid of that terrible contract. It's two years. We're still rebuilding, and you could try to leverage helping them get rid of that contract. I did not. Playable. Charlotte didn't play. This is just an example of something where we can leverage it to get a higher draft pick. But then he could shut that down because he'd be like, "Fuck that! I don't want to play in Charlotte." Not. We're going to end up giving him to the Jazz and not being able to get. What about Detroit? So, I don't think it's that. I don't think he wants to go to Detroit. Yeah, but I think that he's done the Bulls a favor by not being very open about wanting to leave. I I, think he's been open enough. Yeah, but, like, not in a way that's, like, a cancerous, like, oh, my God, that guy wants to leave. You know what I mean? Like, you definitely know. Like, there are certain players in every sport you're like, holy cow, like, that guy, all he wants to do is leave. Like, Melo. Paul George, like when that stuff yeah. comes out, you're like, yeah. Paul like, George, no. Paul George is pretty professional in, in Indiana. Yeah, he made it known after he wanted to leave and was like, "Yo, you should trade me." But That's also, fine. like but the like, Bulls think... didn't offer him as much as he thought he was worth in uh, free agency, and they're like, "Hey, that. just go out." Yeah, I don't know how sign with whoever, and no one signed him, so they brought him in. They probably told him like, "Hey, ball the fuck out." And is if, his is his option a player option? Team. It's team. It's a team option, and he loses the no trade. This is the only year he has the no trade. So, like, in I a think way, he'll accept. I think he will if it goes right. And, like, he's, yeah, legitimately interested in the Utah piece. So, like, that's Which, fine. But I just don't know. Like, I think you could. I don't really know. Like, so in my mind, like, the thing that was compelling when I saw the Detroit piece is, like, 
I'd really like my hands on Stanley Johnson. Yes. Like, no, would no, Detroit? No. I think Detroit would do that, though. Yeah, they absolutely would because they're very down on him. And I don't like, know I don't if you'd be able to get good. a pick. No, I want a pick in Stanley Johnson. Good money, Stan. Like, thank you for your business. If they do that, sure. I just find that hard to believe that that would happen. No, that's just so, like a 2K trade, I know. But, like, that's like, like no a way I don't think they're going to send Stanley Johnson a first-round pick. It's, it'd be protected. Say, I mean, top 16 protected or whatever. Lottery protected. Yeah, um, the other thing, though, like, Miritich isn't going to decline this because they're just going to end up trading him then in the offseason. And then he has no say. Yeah, yeah, that's their leverage piece, but like... So, yeah, it's like, yo, like, why don't you just get traded now to a contender, like, play meaningful basketball for two months, and then, like, you do your thing for a year, you're a free agent again. Like, there's no... I, I, yeah, I yeah, think I mean, they, you know, they did a good job on this. I, I still don't know why you need to give them the option. Like, you should just yeah. be able to trade them. Right it's whatever. That's I mean, where do you saying, hope he like, goes then, I guess? And we can open this up to other bulls you want to get traded or other trade yeah, pieces that was the across other piece. the league. I... Because now we're in full tank. Well, I was going to say, what do you well, think of the rumor of... Straight up for Derek Favors. No, I don't want Derek. Derek Favors is too good. And, like, like if it went to Utah, like, I want their pick. I want, like, I'll take expirings. I don't, I try to look and, like, I don't really know who you'd want. Like, there's, I was hoping with, like, the emergence, I was like, Alec Burke, like, do I want, am I want to play in those no. waters? I'm like, no, I got enough guards. Like, I need some defensive forward. I, I don't hate Alec Burks, especially because his contract is kind of obnoxious if Utah gave a pick. You know what I mean? It's like if yeah. they were to I want a, the pick. That's the yeah, thing. Yeah, like, like I don't want Derek Favor straight up because the Bulls are going to let him go this offseason. He's like, so last year on his contract, there's no way that they're going to re-sign him. So I, it's like you're basically just like giving but away you also, I mean, But it helps you tank? Nah, dude. Yeah. Derek Favors is nice. I don't think it helps you tank at all. No, Derek Favors is yeah. too good for a tank team. He's a I, trash 2K player. But he is a fine I, NBA player. I just wonder with, like, he, like a first, I mean, grand like, a late first-round pick, like, you're not going to really get something, but I'd rather have them just take, like, a stab at a guy and see if they can find someone late. Um, I'd rather, like, go with that right now because, like, yeah, I'm not trying to win, but, like, maybe if you have that late-round pick, like, you can move up a spike. He gives you a little maneuverability in the draft yeah. next year. But I would also, like, I'd be fine with them just taking back, like, a decent re- I don't actually. I take that back because I don't really want guard packs to be like, oh, we thought of this guy and this is our draft grade on him. So now we're gonna use that and apply it three years after they've been in the league. What if? And hear me out. You get Derek Favors and three point five million in cash considerations. No. Yeah, I don't want that either. I don't want Derek. I would take the Joe Johnson and expiring and and the pick. What do you think about the Blazers in play? So Blazers are interesting. They because have so many trash contracts. It's like I would take one of those. I'd take Ed Davis and I love Ed Davis. Pick. If I can get but see, I need to move Rollo. So the, the I guy, would say Yeah, but they're gone. not gonna take Rollo. Like Rollo also has to leave for sure. The return of Rollo back to mm-hmm. Blazers. No, like so you you need to move so for the purposes of tanking, you need to move Nicola and you need to move Rollo. It's like top two. Absolutely need to move. Guys I'd like to see gone just because they're trash or Jerry and Grant and campaign. I was about to see say, I hope we can throw campaign in anything. No, nah, campaign being hurt, like, he's still around. I honestly, like, where can you even send Rolo? You could send him some te- There's some teams with, like, dog-ass. Like, like for example, Bad. like, now this would be a trade, but, like, you could do this. Like, you could trade Deladova from Milwaukee and, and swap for Rolo. Not saying the Bulls, it's good for, like, I mean, the Bucks are being market. They're trying to find another center. They're trying to find a rim protector. 
because Thon has been rough. But like you, there's a market there, or there's like I mean Brooklyn could be you know. So there's there seems a cap space like probably not gonna be likely. Like you're most likely gonna send him to a, a contender of some kind. I think you're in those like Can mediocre trade with the Thunder. They always want to trade with the Bulls. I feel like. Yeah, because yeah. they've been steaming him for yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> a long time. Like Houston uh, and Elbrings for him. I think there's a market for role. I just don't think it's it's there yet. Like he's gonna be like more close to the deadline. I think. Yeah. And the Bulls, I think right now their priority is to move Miritich. Absolutely. Um, I just I want to see. I just there's not like a perfect fit for really any team. But I mean, send him the Pelicans. They love big guys. <laughs> Hey, yeah. we can bring a sheik back. Yeah. They got some bad I'd contracts. I fuck with that. They got some bad contracts. A sheik and Solomon yeah, Hill. Solomon Hill. <laughs> yes. What more could you want from a tank? Oh, that's bad. We already got Quincy Pondexter from. Them, yeah, that's yeah. tough. Yeah, but we I, I gave want... them. Yeah, we'll take. But they don't have their. They don't have their pick. They don't have their pick. <laughs> no, they don't. We can take a second round pick. Whatever. No. no. And then we can turn that to three point five mil. So yeah, we... I'm just trying to think of like bad deals out there that like. Of like de- some Demari Carroll. But nah. it's like the Deladova. He's been playing good this year. Some team's yeah. going to trade for him to like. It's that, it's that Demari Carroll. It's that Joe Johnson, Deladova range. I wouldn't be surprised if like a Tyler Johnson, because that's a bad contract. Or, uh, but that's long. That's too long. I know. But the Bulls, I feel like, are short sighted at times. I don't think that'll happen. That, that would be tough. I'm looking for like at most like a two year dude that like. Yeah. You don't even have to play that. Like, I want Tyson like, Chandler They could just back. trade Luol Dang, like, for Luol Dang, bring Dang back, like, in that, like, situation. I'd rather just have, like, that. Like, if it's a guy, like, I'm not going to really try to play him much, but... No, you want to be able to get something actual value out of some of this, like... Yeah, I think that's fair. I don't know. But, like, I'm just looking at, like, the example I keep using the Donovan trade from the uh, Wizards last year is, like, I just don't know if there's those trade partners this year. For the Bulls. No, but, like, but they, they come up. Like, I mean, just I don't think like, anyone just, last year even was saying that Bogdanovich was going to get traded for that. It was, like, right at the end of the deadline. Right. Just, like, like, bundle you know, some oh, crap. The, bundle some the stuff Pacers for the Pacers thought they could, like, make a little push. Yeah. Like, all I'm looking for, really, is bundle me, bundle up some, like, bundle, sal- me up. bundle me up some salaries to make it work and give me a pick and, like, thank you. I mean, other than, like, who, well, I'm sure you guys are going to do your own trade deadline pod. So I don't yeah. want to get too deep in that, but like Miritich is probably like a top three or four trade. Oh piece. yeah, like the only people I can think of are like DeAndre Jordan out there yeah. is is better. That contract's tough. To yeah, make. for Miritich sure. Miritich is an easier contract. Yeah, for sure. But like someone that's on the brink of like trying to like win a champ, like be good. Like the Bucks or Cavs. Yeah, but you want a three point shoot. Yeah, like. Uh, yeah, but I'm saying like Miritich is nice, and I think that they're they'll get a nice return for him. Which yeah, will, like he's it'll he make fits. me feel good. And maybe I'll be a Bulls fan again. Also, uh, I just don't like being lied to. They're so deceptive. Oh yeah, speaking of being lied to, liars. they're a bunch of yeah. Do you think that uh, stomach virus is legit? Yeah, I think it's convenient timing where it's they two games him, right before they don't want him to be bad for two games <laughs> or to get injured. Like yeah, they can, uh, that's not that's fair, but conspiracy. Yeah, just just and wait it out. Enough, no, wait dude, it, out. it definitely it is out. real because he's a bitch. There's yes, no, no it's from, as we opened this, he was doing the mayonnaise and fucking jelly. No wonder he was Did you see he had to come out and say that it was fake? You're like, oh, it's a joke. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, no, it, see, the video seemed legit. Like, yeah, but no, the, I didn't believe it. I thought it was, 
I know, but yeah. it seemed like I was like it this seemed, motherfucker. To but me, yeah, yeah it's just like, Moroccan troll. It seemed like it was just like look at this weird European it's guy. Not Morocco. Ha, ha. Is he? F- no, he's not from Morocco. Yeah, that's he's, fucked up. Why did I say? Uh, what is he? He's Spanish. No, he's from Turkey. No, no what? he's not. He's yes, Spanish. Yes, he is. He's from Turkey, but he played yeah. in uh, Spain, Spain yeah. for okay. several years. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, he's from. We're not ignorant. Oh, Montenegro. I'm an idiot. No, he's Montenegrin. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty much Turkey, isn't it? No, Montenegro oh. is... What'd you say? Montenegro? <laughs> Montenegro? Just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Jabari's coming back. Yeah, he's coming back after the All-Star. All right, what yeah. else do we have to cover? So, we have some quick hitters. I'm sure here. all of your listeners don't want to hear they the fall 45 asleep. minutes of the Bulls. This is where we're done with the Bulls now. No, this yep. is good. Cause, but we're going to start with... Uh, a couple things. So speaking of a former bowl, um, we're going to really package this together. This is going to be some pro podcasting here. So Jimmy Butler, national championship. We'll get some quick national championship takes to um, Tua. Ooh. Ooh, nice. Yeah, I like that. That's some pro moves. Jimmy Butler wearing... Like it's real Hollywood podcast. Real Hollywood podcast. Ha, 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 ha. Ha, 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 ha. What a story, Mark. Ha, ha. The, uh... Yeah, Montenegro is... That's... Albin, okay. It's closer to Croatia than I thought it was. So it was. I think I would fail this part of like the eighth grade test when you just had to like you got like, a blank map and you just had to write it all is, the countries. It is, oh, it's impossible. It is closer right. to Greece than it is Turkey, but I okay. did think it was on. Is it the part other of the side. European Union? Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Um. Is, so for the Jimmy uh, Butler thing, the only thing I had to say about this, I only put this on there because I just saw it and like this thought came to my head, and now I just want to vocalize it and put it on audio record. I I think I tweeted about it, but. Jimmy Butler is the Drake of the NBA. Like, he... He's he, such a fair... Yes, yeah, absolutely. Him wearing this Georgia jersey, just, I was like, bruh. Like, you're... I get, like, I got the... Him wearing, like, the Broncos stuff, and the Broncos were good, because he's, like, friends with Demarius. Um, but he's, like, always, like, whatever the hot thing is, like, in other sports, he's, like, the first guy to jump on it, which is fine. But, like, him... The press conference, he... Like, his little, like interview after the game he's like faking and like looking at the game and like pretending like he was like really invested and i was like he just went back to me being like jimmy beller is so fucking fake i think i don't think drake is nearly as fake because i think drake's famous enough and like people interact with him where it's like it's fun for him but like he he also just like likes to be included which is like fine there's people like that like you like to be included in like the in thing and just like want to be a part of that but the same time like don't, like, insult my intelligence. Make me think, like, oh, and, like, do re- I legitimately did research be like, is Jimmy Butler ever said anything about Georgia before? I couldn't find anything. Jimmy Butler is so fake. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't even, yeah. He's, he just fuck, likes to, fuck he's, he's like, so fake. Fuck that he just guy. likes to be in the in thing a lot. Yeah. And he likes his persona and, like, all that. He's shit. not good at doing the LeBron bit. Like, wanting people to like him. Like, he's the worst version of that. You know what I mean? I think people like You know, that is kind of it. But yeah, the like, problem but like is LeBron, we're all biased because no, we're in no, Chicago. No, no, no. no and but like LeBron has done a good job of like 
that's his thing. Like he wants everyone to like him. Like but, he is this. Like I mean, granted, he's the best basketball player of like. But the last, LeBron like, also does like have the angle of he's kind of like oh I've I've heard about this thing happening. Yeah, like, he's like older, but like Jimmy Butler is Jimmy like the worst like scenario. Jim, of Jimmy that. Butler acts like he's I'm a day one. I've been yeah. a day yeah, one. And you're like nah, not dude. Everything <laughs> you were wearing uh, like South Carolina jersey last week. You know, it's like nah, you're out on that. Yeah. He plus yeah, and Drake, shout out Drake, not fake. That dude will come at you. Did you see his Instagram beef he had with some random guy yeah. on the internet? No. Fucking amazing. No, Jimmy Butler is like the high school kid that just is like, hey man, like look at me, I'm super cool. And like he he's, just like he knows what a cool person's supposed to act and like oh, do. That dude definitely rolled up to school every day with like the music really loud. Like well, no, hey, I football. just put in new yeah. subwoofer. But his yeah, like his his like his like football thing yeah. like he would do, like that oh, bit. Yeah, I was like, that's, this is all you need. I was like yeah, I like football, guys. I'm really fun at football. I don't like so and so. DeAndre's trash at football. Bleh. Like, all right, a guy who would roll up wearing a Cavs hat and then the next day roll up wearing a Warriors hat and then also wear a Yankees hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's fake. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, along with that, to segue to, Jimmy I'd B- be fake too if I had to play 45 minutes a game. I would like yeah. try something fun. Just try to like yeah, it's like reduce. give myself some kind of release from <laughs> break away from the pain. Well, yeah. dude, so I, I I need to find this. I I wanted. I wish Ultra was here just to talk about the Jeff Tom Teague Thibodeau is quote. back tonight, which is uh, the Tom Thibodeau quote about Jimmy which, Butler after what we're gonna talk about the just the quick little of LeBron and the minus thirty seven game as it's thirty nine thirty nine sorry thirty nine. Sorry, my LeBron bias made me dock it down two points. His minus 39, his quote, I don't care about no damn plus minus. I've won a game and I've had a bad plus minus before, so what does that matter? I don't give a damn about no damn plus minus. was the quote from LeBron after they got schlacked by the Minnesota Timberwolves. Um, it's a good word to describe it. They were down 40 after the sheesh. first. Yeah. Sheesh! Sheesh! But, uh... Would not entirely surprise that if you were to produce a minus thirty nine game, it'd be from a Tom Thibodeau coached team. Uh, Tom Thibodeau could probably make some money if he wasn't in the business of writing the book on how to defend LeBron. I mean, Jimmy Butler himself has done like has done really well guarding LeBron in his career, but like I think a lot of that has to correlate to like Thibodeau. Like Thibodeau's now had three stints between. Celtics, especially in that that conference finals, the Bulls, and now two Wolves. Like he has played a lot less, but I know how to dispatch some some defensive personnel on him, and especially like it's just kind of wild because in that game, like the T Wolves kind of looked like a competent defensive team for once. But I mean, Cavs I, has been. Playing. I think that's also because the Cavs' offense was just kind of poopy too. But yeah, do you have anything to say about it? Because I have one yeah. thing I want to say about the minus thirty nine. You got it. But it's not. It's unrelated to his play. So if there's any, if anyone wants to say anything, about no, I just want to bring it up. But like he's like, I mean, yeah, like it's not a big. What he said, I, I agree with. Like plus minus is kind of like a a faulty thing because there was one of the one of the finals games last year. He had like halftime had a negative, but he had played well. Like it's, oh, plus minus is like an obscure stack because like yeah like it's like a simpleton it's like a simple if you're playing the warrior yeah like you're playing three superstars you know it's like yeah. it's a simple like somewhat advanced stat that like it's it's nice to throw up on a um nice to throw up on a graphic during a broadcast to make you look like you're looking past the traditional stats yeah. but it's not it doesn't do as much like I like 
I really like the wins over replacement and some of oh, those war. ones more. It well, it's not it's value over replacement. I think is the NBA's version. So, oh, but what I have to say about this is I'll find it. Um, I fucking LeBron, just like dude. <laughs> No, from two days ago when he Instagrammed him in, he was leading every single statistic. Did you see that? And he goes, oh, I'm just doing my part. Like, oh, look at me, like getting all the stats. And then one day later, someone's like, hey, look at this stat where you're not that good. He's like, I don't care about stats. Mm -hmm. It's like, you motherfucker. You, you totally, one day ago, were taking the credit Mm -hmm. for being the best player on the court. And now you're like, nah, I I don't know about what's that. value over replacement. I don't know what minus 39 is about. I just like, it bothers me. No. He's the best, he's the best version of that. Also, but. being that. Also, I'll say that <laughs> he uh, he's the but LeBron Instagram LeBron is like super funny and entertaining for a different reason. Sheesh, sheesh. Then he is like NBA, like they're like different people almost at this point. Like, but I will say, speaking of my the value of a replacement is the official stat of it. Okay. Um, LeBron is leading it. He's four point six. Um, and let's find win shares who's leading that. Well, oh, LeBron's really having a crazy good year. Oh, yeah, LeBron is... 4.6 is pretty good. I, I know it's pretty good, but, like, I'm down on the Cavs I mean, without LeBron. Like, if they the didn't have LeBron, I oh, yeah. don't well, that's think what they'd the be... Stat, that's what the stat is. I know, <laughs> but I'm saying just, like... Thank you for re- re- telling me what the stat means. No, but, like, I'm saying, like, I don't think I would have him even in the playoff hunt without LeBron. Maybe, like, 8 seed I don't. I think they're a pretty trash team, but LeBron is just out of his playing out of his mind. I mean, they're kind of on a slide right now, so it's they'd make the playoffs. They'd still make the playoffs. You don't with Isaiah out for like this entire season. They didn't have LeBron like have so Derek far, Rose, but trash they do. Numbers. They could save five hundred with LeBron. that team. Yeah. yeah, but okay. I just thought it'd be higher. They than have 4. enough. 6. They have enough guys that could put us. Oh, you're saying it, you're surprised it's not higher? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. I. I think for like, like I mean, yeah, it depends how that's calculated. I don't know. It's like the baseball war is like, people, dude, yeah, for like a tenth of a point, you get like a such a huge bump and in increase in like salary because it's like you're so much better than like that other guy that I could potentially put on my team. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like an offense. I mean, it's like an offensive stat for the most They've part. They've been bad recently, though, so we'll see what It's happens. like, it's the same thing Actually, as the war. so but... this might segue into whatever else you want to talk about, because I think it'll be interesting <laughs> yeah. for the We're next, We're going to run it long again, Ultra, sorry. For the next, um, like... We don't have a babysitter. Two weeks, I think it'll be interesting to see what happens in the East, because the Cavs have kind of been on a slide, and uh, Kyle Lowry hurt his butt. Hurt yeah, butt? that was the next, yeah. He had a badass injury. And the Raptors have been, like, kind of nice. Like, they've always been nice. Like, for the last five years, they've been a team that's, like, second or third seed, and you always want to be good, and they just can't get it. But, like, I don't know. Like, it'll be interesting to see how the next couple weeks go. Yeah. He, I mean, they lost to the Heat last night, and it was a pretty good game. It was a pretty dramatic game. It was fun. I watched it, mainly because I had funs on it. But That being um, said... Wayne Ellington's game winner, he should have just passed the ball to try. Oh, it was we it was a weird play. I thought he was gonna miss the dunk. Yeah. Um they uh yeah, I'm not buying the the Raptors shit I said last episode, the fact that Dwayne Casey won the coach of the month over Fred is still bullshit. 
we've we've seen this from the Raptors. Like people are saying, like making the spin zone that they're they look different, like they're different. Yeah. And the offensively, yes, they are different, but like they're the same fucking team. Like they're oh, fake they as fuck. The like they're gonna they're gonna lose in the second round again this year, and like maybe the first right. round. They have the same faults as usual. It's yeah. just I think it'll be interesting to see how the at least the I guess the standings shake out. It's like has nothing to do with like the actual. Well, they playoffs. could be a fourteen. They'll probably be a top four. Oh yeah. Yeah, but aren't they like second right now? Yeah. Yeah, but I'm saying they'll stay in the top four. Like yeah, they're I'm, they're good. They're good enough for regular season team. I'm just happy I have four. Delon Wright in uh, our <clears> fantasy <throat> basketball <throat> league. Shout out me picking up before Kyle Lowry got hurt. Thank God it's not serious. Uh, yeah, can't a, wait for you to come back. It's a badass injury, though. It's a bum injury. Yeah, if you yeah. can, go He's find it on Twitter. Uh, go find it on Twitter, like, where it, it looks Kyle Lowry's like, my ass! I heard you <laughs> yeah, my dude, ass! It's so funny. Well, did you see the report, like, that same day about DeMar DeRozan saying he never talked to Kyle Lowry? His first year. Yeah. When Kyle got traded. What? Yeah. Yeah, yeah supposedly, like, they never spoke when Kyle Just, Lowry got traded there. Like, they never texted him. DeMar's a pretty fucking weird They didn't weird talk. Dude. They didn't, like, do anything. Together. Okay. They weren't very good together their first year, either, so yeah. you know why. Like I don't. Like, this still seems bizarre to me. It's like a small. Demar wasn't really that good yet, though. Demar, it was like his second year. Like Kyle Lowry was kind of a journeyman before that point. Yeah, that's fair. Journey, okay. Kyle Lowry again, like booted from okay, a couple okay, teams. Okay, take it back. Kind of, no, it's not kind of wrong. nice with the Rockets, though. Well, he's nice, but it was kind of like yeah. he was like he yeah. became Kyle a max Lowry. Player Kyle Lowry. In- Kyle Lowry was like honestly, like I would compare him to like Ish Smith. And an upper echelon ish Smith level, but he was just like, and then like, but he was a really good locker room dude. Like, I mean, people, yeah. people, I mean, let it be known, like, when he was on Memphis, people wanted him to start. Like, there was a legitimate conversation between him and Mike Conley, who to move forward with. Like, the team was behind him, and the, and the Grizzlies like, no, we fucking we drafted Mike Conley. Like, we're going with Mike Conley. Screw you guys, but. Like kind of interesting. Like Kyle Lowry's had a really interesting career, and I like Kyle Lowry a lot. I yeah. would also have liked if he had signed with the Timberwolves instead of Jeff Teague, but that's just that's, that's for another day. Yeah, personal preference. Um. So let's let's close out. I think I had just one good pod. Great pod. Uh, one. Uh, what else did I have here? Oh. Uh. Yeah. We're gonna move on to shoutouts though. Um. So I'll lead off, um, just because my podcast, my rules. Um, I'll just do one of them. Now I'll let you guys do one. I'll, I'll close out with one more. Okay. It's kind of a sandwich of uh, shoutouts. First, uh, shout out Oprah Winfrey and her Golden Globe speech. It was pretty tight. Did you guys? Did you guys both see it? No, no I oh. did not watch the Golden Globe. Oh damn! Uh, well, no, I didn't. I or I didn't see the clip. I just was oh, on yeah. Twitter watching everyone say that, and yeah. I was like, oh. So the speech is legitimately good. I will say yeah, that. Yeah, internet ruined it for me. So, so internet ruined it in a different way for me in that... Uh, so let me first talk about the speech because I, I okay, want that okay. part out first. Is that I legitimately was like kind of surprised. Maybe it was just like I watched it in the morning after, like Monday morning. I was drinking my coffee, sitting at my my desk and just like I watched it. I was like so kind of surprised. I got legitimately moved at a moment from it. Like no lie. I was like, it's pretty dope. Like I'm like... It's kind of like jacked up and like kind of was I was moved by it more than I thought I would be of just like taking it in, but then I went on like Twitter, yeah, and you see the context of it. It's like Oprah next president, all that stuff. It came out Monday morning. Listen, yeah, I'm I'm not. Granted, if The Rock wants to run president, like we're good with that. No, just kidding though. Like I mean, like celebrity president thing, like is not like let's really not let that go many places because like you guys like. 
Ultra's not here, so we can get a little political. Uh, yeah. It's just when Ultra's not here, like, all the rules and all of those things just go out the well, way. There point. are no rules! But, like, but no, I want someone that's done the job. I want someone that's, like, in the thing. And, like, granted, I think you make the art, people be like, oh, Oprah would hire good people. And it's like, yeah, probably, but, like, she's, people like, a are. decision maker. And it's just, like, it's not the same thing. So we... We're on the Run other the side of Run the country like a right business. Now. Yeah. Run it like a network. Run it like Oprah Oh, network. that Oprah, she just give everything away. <laughs> you get you get in hub. You, you get, get health insurance. You get food stamps. You get food stamps. You get health care. What were you going to say? I was just going to say, like, Oprah is kind of like the liberals version of Trump, which is like... Trump said he would have run with Oprah back in, like, 98. Well, the times have changed. Oh, um, but, uh, yeah, I want someone who has experience. Oh, just, dude, I, I don't care about that. My thing about the, like, take the Oprah speech for what it is. Like, it's a very moving piece of, like, speech that you should just, like, feel empowered by. Like, there's no yeah, reason right. to, like, then go on Twitter and be like, oh, president. It's like that kind of shit. It's, like, so fucking unnecessary. Yeah, I know. It's, it's the LeVar Ball stuff. It's like, why do you have right, to say how we that? Started just, like, this. just, like, take it for what it is. It was like, a good-ass good. speech. Yeah, it's a good-ass speech. Kyle Lowry liked it. Plus, I don't want to have a different good-ass speech. And Dwayne Wade liked it. No, I'd scab you. Right. I really, really don't want to have to at. choose. Oh, fuck you. Go ahead. Go. Go. I don't want to have to choose between Kanye and Oprah in 2020. No, see, we don't. If we get to that, then we're in trouble, guys. We're really in trouble. Um, because yeah. how do you choose? What's, what's your shout out? Um. Well, fuck. Can you do two? Yeah, you can do. I've got two. I got All one right. more. There's no rules. There are no rules. Um, yeah, no rules. Ultra's not here. So first, he's gonna get so mad every every time I say that. I know it's just like. <laughs> Right. Every time you say no rules, Ultra's not here. An angel, little, a devil gets and its little horns. Caesar's pizza gets delivered. Yeah. <laughs> One rule: put your shirt on. Um. First, shouts to my guy Terry Two K, Terrence Ferguson, for his first start last oh, week. Yeah. Oh, that's way uh, to plug drop, it. Circle it back to the draft yeah, pod. Back to the draft pod. Um. Listen, he made a interesting case for. Going to a dunk competition, he had a nice little start. Six for nine from the three. He might be pound for pound the best dunker in the he NBA. He is still so skinny. I thought he'd fill up like more over the summer. Pound, pound for pound, the best <laughs> boxer in his weight class. Yeah, he's like 150 pounds and dunks pretty well. Well, also, perfect segue. Shouts to Surge for giving the business to uh, James Johnson, or at least sticking in there for that, because... James Johnson is in the top five people I would never want to start a fight with. Whoa, ever. they got in a fight? Yeah, last Yeah, time. James last Johnson they both got ejected. They both suspended with... Uh, <laughs> they give him the Isaiah like, Thomas? They both got one game suspension. Well, then yeah. DeMar and Drogic got into it. Yeah, because... Also, Drogic was Bad in the boy. wrong there. because I mean, it's tough. DeMar was throwing up a full-court heave, and Drogic kind of undercut him. Oh, yeah. But, I, I, uh, yeah I, mean, I don't blame that, but like... Still, Serge got in James Johnson's face, and he is a terrifying human being. It's like an James Johnson. Serge is pretty fucking. Serge is pretty chip. Serge gets into it from yeah, he's chippy. But James Johnson was like raised in a dojo and is like a renowned black belt, and he's also a built motherfucker and has neck tats. The Bulls have him. We yeah. did. <laughs> he was in the same draft as James as uh, Taj Gibson. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Both guys surprisingly. Have had nice NBA careers. And I yes. think when we both drafted him, yeah, it was like, eh. 
Yeah. Yeah, I was like, I didn't know USC had pro basketball yeah. players. Sorry, Taj, I love you. You're my top five bowl player. They got another time. one this year, uh, like Chinsey Metu or well, something. Well, yeah, like but it was like until OJ Mayo had committed there, I was like, where is he? OJ? Shout out OJ Mayo. That's he's mine. like a meth addict or something now. <laughs> I'm actually like... not gonna shout out OJ Mayo. Uh, I'm gonna if I I wouldn't be doing my wait, job wait. if I didn't come on this pod. To plug my own pod. Oh, this isn't yeah. for plugs. Uh, this isn't the plug. Yeah, this portion. is shout No, I, I know that. I was doing a bit. You can't plug. This is for shout outs, not plugs. Plugs, plugs are, are after shouts, damn it. Yeah, oh, plugs man. are at the end. Yeah, you guys so, ruined my thing. Good. Do you have another shout out? I don't want to say it. Good. What was your shout out? Was, was there a shout out with that? This is awkward. It's your podcast. Yeah, but you're trying to plug yours, but you picked the wrong spot in my segment. Why Why are we... Things have fallen apart. O.J. Mayo tries to say... Shout out, things fall apart. Ban. Great book. Yeah, he's, he's on a drug ban. That's why, where he's yeah. at in life. Oh, so what's your plug? I got about... Say your plug. No, go. Say your shout out. What was the shout out going to be? Was it not related to your pod? No, it wasn't. All right. We're not going to... I hate when they... You ruined my bit. I don't want to do this. Just keep going. All right, my other shout-out is Popcorn Pring. Shout-out Giannis uh, for getting Sterling Brown with the old classic popcorn in the car. The video's pretty funny, I thought, all bias included. Um, I just like the part, really. Jabari Parker's, like, there with it, and he's, like, eating the popcorn out, and he's like, Yo, you're eating it? And he's like, Yeah, I'm helping you out! And he's like, and then Giannis is, like, in the back of it, and it's, this is great radio, and he's, like, holding his hand out, and he's like, Throw me some, throw me some! But yeah, you got to do your duties as uh, your rookie duties, as Giannis likes to was saying in the beginning of it. And all he wanted was some towels on the chair, Sterling. What are you doing, man? Now you have to pay like a, probably like a hundred bucks to get that car cleaned. Um. So you want to do your shout out now? No, I'm good. Thank you for having us on the pod. We're gonna do we're gonna do plugs in a sec. We'll tell you Someday about I have one. a story to tell. About what? OJ Mayo. Do you have one? You have yeah. a legitimate OJ Mayo story? He yeah. was the mayonnaise that Nicola Beerton. What's the OJ Mayo story? <laughs> okay, so. Um, you waited this long to tell the OJ Mayo story? Yeah, here it comes at one hour and five minutes. We get the OJ Mayo story. Close so, us out, Taylor. This will be your sixth tweet about the pod. We'll just be this promo. Okay, so we all grew up in the same uh, hometown and. Allegedly. Allegedly. Um. The owner of the Memphis Grizzlies for a long time had his summer house in our hometown. The yeah. fuck? Yeah, yeah, you didn't know that? Yeah. He was like on Country Club Road. Yeah. Whoa. And he, uh, it doesn't matter. He doesn't own the team anymore. Anyway, he frequented. Yeah, there was the, there was the anyway. Gasol. The Marcus Sauls and Zach Randolph signed jerseys and rookies, which is a local establishment. Shout out Dollar Burgers and Dollar Dogs. Go there during the summer as rookies. Free advertising. We're so off the rails. <laughs> oh, completely off the rails. Anyway, actually ties into that. Yeah. So I used right. to frequent that bar rookies all the time because it was right did. by my work. I just hung out there after, got a drink after work all the time. Got to know the Dollar owner. Burgers. Poor high school people. Yeah, whatever. Burgers are dope. Yeah. Those burgers are so good. Yeah, they're... I'm going to go there right now. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, so the owner of the Grizzlies, and uh, he used to go to that bar, and he would just have a whole section to himself when he came. Like he knew the owner of the bar. They became friends, and he would fly the owner of rookies out to the games with him, and like just go see a few games every year. That's right. 
You became but friends with the rookie's owner. I became friends with him. And there was, I think in his like second or third season, O.J. Mayo got suspended for 10 games for uh, a banned substance. <laughs> like he is now. From the owner of rookies who hung out with the owner of the Grizzlies, I don't know how true this is, it was natural male enhancements. Allegedly. What was allegedly. the alleged standpoint? It was allegedly ma- natural male enhancements that got him suspended for Wouldn't a while. it also be like testosterone? Couldn't that be testosterone? It, he could have been taking steroids, but the behind-the-scenes Would you rather say was, I have, uh, I needed... I wanted steroids or be like, I was mainly like, I need to make my dick bigger. That's a decision he had to make. That's oh, and performance. It's a, it's still a performance answer on the court or off the court. Yeah. Maybe. I hope he wasn't using Well, that, that was court. not as necessarily exactly the kind of plug I thought we were going to get. I, or, uh, not plug, a story. Shots took stuns. Uh, yeah, I guess so. And all, all of our, uh, any listener out there that struggles with that, um, <laughs> uh, we'll send you Taylor's contact information cool. and he can get you yeah, hooked up with the right people. Twitter. He's got like 12 tweets. Yeah. What did you guys, what did you guys think quick right before this is sports today? What did you guys think of the national championship game? I didn't watch it. Oh yeah. You want my honest answer? Yeah. I also didn't watch it. What? Neither of you guys watched. I any watched of it. the end of the first half while I was in the gym. No uh, wonder Chicago's. Not shout out me too. for going to the gym and running miles during the first half. That's your shout out. Look at that. Your shout out was. A yeah, self I didn't watch the second half. I, I was doing some other stuff. I was watching Mad Men. I got nothing. What? The wow, fuck? that's you different. Just didn't watch it. Uh, no, I was following no. on Twitter. Oh my god! Also, part of that had imagine. to do with the. Um, Could not imagine. It was a dope game. Uh, I know it was. Part of that had to do with uh, my Roku TV. The app wasn't loading in my room, so I just kind of like gave up and read. The curse of a cord cutter. Yeah. So. Dude. Damn. Fuck Comcast. Well, that's my plug. Well, I guess that's why we don't yeah. do pre-podcast interviews, because uh, you know what? You end up getting burned when you try to ask about a non-basketball thing. That's why we stick to basketball, folks. But and food. All right, guys, do your plugs. Nick, you've been chomping at the bit. You want to do your shout-out? Plug your pod. Nah. All right, I'll, you want me to do the plug for you? Yeah, can you give me an ad read? Actually, yeah, it's a good practice. Give me your best ad read. So you, so you can go ahead and listen to the Earbuds. They're a music podcast. They're the official uh, only music podcast that has no intro music in their pod. Uh, quite the... Uh, That's not true. You guys don't have any intro music in your pod. Yeah, we do. You don't listen more than... You dry run. <laughs> no. To open your pod, you have no intro uh, music. Yeah. yeah. It's just a dry open. They go and dry. Yeah. And yeah, we don't, pod, o- we don't open with the music. We take a break in between the intro and the yeah. first segment. I, the dry open is, is not... I'm not a fan of it, guys. Hmm. I'll say that. Oh, what the fuck? It's supposed to be... <laughs> You have. But listen, and you make your own decisions. Don't hear us. This is the worst fucking ad read of all time. So I asked you if you want to do it. Oh my god. So I asked you if you want to do it. buds, they talk about music. You like music. They might do some stuff with NBA rappers at points. Um, yeah, this is really bad. Like, this is why I didn't want to do it. I leave it up to my guests. Taylor, do you have anything you want to um, fucking say? Should I plug Night at the Boozies if I ever get Oh, yeah, Night at the Boozies. 
Uh, Night of Boozies is fun. Both these guys are doing Night of yeah, the Boozies. Yeah, plug our other podcast. So me and Nick do a podcast. We call it Night of the Boozies, along with PJ's roommate, Mark. Um, basically, Oh, hi, Mark. Oh, hi, Mark. Um, we rate and review drinking games. The format is we explain the drinking game sober. We watch the movie and do the drinking game and record it immediately afterwards. So it's usually pretty entertaining, but we've never released it. But it's a it's more of a concept yet than yeah. an execution. But when it comes out, you'll have heard about it here first. You can uh, tell your friends yeah. all about it. Um, so yeah, wrapping things up. Thank you, Nick and Mark, for both joining. Taylor. Yeah. Oh, My name's Taylor. Taylor. You're Taylor. <laughs> things have fallen apart. <laughs> there are no rules. I may have a plus minus of minus thirty nine. Yeah, you're this minus thirty nine. You better business bureau. Uh, Ultra, you. I still have a better business bureau rating. Ultra, we, let us come back. We still have a better business bureau rating, <laughs> higher than the big bar brands. We are. Ooh, we are going to come in about six minutes l- less than the Deucey in my pod. So, okay. Ultra, okay. I'm improving without you. Um, hope the Bahamas is treating you well. Hopefully, you don't have too bad of tan lines. PJ just stalled for six minutes. You got yeah. This. I could. Oh, I could totally. You want to give us a six minute monologue? Oh no! Nah, I thought about. I thought if you guys couldn't do this about trying to do a solo pod and like what it would be like. <laughs> and I, I honestly, I think I could pull it off. And I think at one point I will try to do like, but it'd probably only be like thirty minutes because I'm only about thirty minutes worth of stuff, and then the rest comes from comes from the guests. So. Or Ultra and making fun of him. So, sure. without other people, I'm useless. So, thank you guys again for joining Taylor and Nick. And go check out Earbuds, listen to some hot music takes. They just released an episode with Jeff Rosenstein Band. Rose, or not Rosenstein. Rosenthal? Rosenstock. Rosenstein! <laughs> it's it's still the Bears. Yeah, no, it? shout out our own podcast. Go listen to the Earbuds. We just released an episode on Brockhampton and Jeff Rosenstock. We do an episode. Rosenstock. He's do fucking ep- dope. Jeff Rosenstock really dope. is awesome. Yeah, we do great. an episode a week. Definitely his best episode thus far this year. And they okay. don't have any intro music. <laughs> they go on dry. Hard dry. All right. <laughs> Dude, it's, I do a and, lot of things dry. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> okay. Yep, like your jokes. Uh, so anyway, uh, just some housekeeping for the point forward. You can check us out on our website, www.thepointforward.com. We're on Twitter at the point forward. Check out me at foolish killer, uh, ultra at ultra Jacobs, Facebook. We're at the point forward on you're obviously listening to this probably on Stitcher or iTunes, subscribe, download, unsubscribe, resubscribe, all that good stuff. Uh, you can email us at you can email us at the point forward NBA at gmail, um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. This was a sheesh and good time. Uh, my performance was sheesh, and uh, thanks again, everyone. We'll talk to you again next week. Hopefully, Ultra's back and doesn't get stranded in the Bahamas. Bye.